let's listen intentively to the word and to the rest of the service. Um, it is it is evident in my spirit that God uh, is uniquely speaking to an individual today. Um, don't take that lightly. If you feel the slightest tug at your heart, do not, do not reject the pleading of the Spirit's call. Hallelujah. Let's get started in the Word. Um, I have, I've been involved in this church for many years, um, ever since 1970, when Brother Hale had us come preach a revival. I've been pastored, been shepherd since 1991. And a lot of people in this congregation, families, we have, we have been through a lot together down through the years. There are people who I have gotten out of the bed at 1.30 and 2 o'clock in the morning to go to their home to talk and pray with. People who've knocked on our door at all hours of the night in distress that we have ministered to. I am... Saying these things not to uh, glorify me in, in, in the least, but I hope that my service and devotion to this assembly down through the years will speak how much that I'm concerned over every soul that is here. I have preached my heart out. I stood behind the old desk on Meridian Street Years ago, and for a year, preached with a steel back brace on my back after having my back broken in three places. With tears running down my eyes, kind of like maybe I'm doing right now, but they, they was running down my eyes, not because I was feeling what I'm feeling right now, but it's because I was in pain, but I pressed on, there was a work that needed to be done. 
But when all is said and done, it's not my preaching, it's not my ministry, it's not my love and care for you that's going to cause you to stand. It's going to, it's going to be your own endeavor. And there's been a warning spirit in this building from the beginning today. And things are fixing to start happening in this world. Things that you have heard me talk about and preach about and teach about for years. I don't want to see nobody go down. I don't want to see nobody fall. God has given me a word to tell you today. This congregation is church body. And everybody is here today. You're not here just by happenstance. You're here because God has directed your path to be here. Some of you are here right now that you know that you uh, two or three times thought, well, I, I don't think I'll go today. God has already let me know that there's some folks that said, well, you know, I just don't think I'll make it today. I've had a hard week. I've had a bad week. But I want you to know something. You're not here because you find it said, well, I'll give up and I'll give in and I'll go. You're here because God wants you to be here today. And you got to know that if you survive, you're going to have to be willing to take a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot be weak-minded. You cannot have shallow faith. The hour of persecution that the church is fixing to go into, amen, the only thing that's going to carry us through is a strong, sufficient faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of us have gotten by in the past by the skin of our chin and chin chin. Amen. Because of the grace of God. Because we didn't have the faith we should have. We didn't serve Him like we should have. But it was only by God's grace and mercy. But I'm here to tell you, you're going to face some things in the future that you ain't never come against before. And you're going to, you cannot play with this thing if you survive what's coming upon this world. We're going to go to 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 and 2. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying... So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Let's pray. Lord, I'm feeling your presence very strong upon my body right now. I'm asking, Lord, that you will anoint us. 
strengthen us to preach this word today that will speak to every heart that is here. I'm asking God that this day will be a life-changing day for everybody in our midst. Give us what we need today. And we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name that the church say. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to speak to you today on a subject titled, Standing Your Ground Against the Enemy. Standing Your Ground Against the Enemy. Now, we living in a world today that has changed so much from what it used to be, it's simply, I I don't know, it's ridiculous. But it's also affected the church world. And it's hard to go anywhere today and hear a true word of God. We don't have no as many God-called ministers as we used to have. All we've got is men, amen, who will try to motivate you and to make you feel good and say you need to live your best day now. I'm telling you, you better live your day for Jesus right now if you won't see tomorrow. We got preachers today that's actually got the gall and the gumption to say, well, God has really not called me to talk about sin. My Lord, if He ain't called you to talk about sin, what's He called you to talk about? Because that three-letter word is what's going to keep you from going to heaven. We're not going to just be able to be like Tiny Tim years ago tiptoe through the tulips right on into heaven. It ain't going to be that easy. My Bible tells me if the righteous scarcely are saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? My God, I don't consider myself righteous. Anybody said if the righteous scarcely be saved, it's only going to be by the grace of God, church, that we make it. And you're going to have to decide right here now. You can't wait to the to, to when the persecution hits to make your mind up now. You're going to have to make up your mind right now whether or not you're going to stand your ground. Some of you have been playing church for years. You've been pity-patting. Amen. Hallelujah. Playing patty cake with Jesus. Amen. Just coasting along. But man, we're getting down to serious things now. Hallelujah. And it's going to, it's going to be a time that we're going to have to wake up or we're going to be left behind. Everybody knows the story of Elijah and his encounters with the infamous Jezebel. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that and linger on that. But I want to relate to Elijah's reaction to Jezebel's threat to kill him. Hallelujah. Elijah was one of the most powerful prophets in the Old Testament. (coughs) 
You talk about a man of God. He was a man of God. Lord. I mean, the miracles that this man performed. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he allowed one threat from one lady. I'm using that term lightly. Scare him out of his socks. His reaction to the threat of Jezebel to kill him within a 24-hour period. What did Elijah do? Elijah was a man who was known to call fire down from heaven. Did he call fire down and say, Lord, just bring some fire down right now and send you up that pretty hairdo of Jezebel's right now? No. He didn't do that. Hallelujah. He made it like Festus and got out of Dodge. Hallelujah. And his decision to run, listen to me now, his decision to run ultimately ended his ministry. Because God soon chose a successor to take up Elijah's mantle, and that was Elisha. Church, Satan attempts to threaten and intimidate God's children on a daily basis. And the manner in which we react to the adversary's threat will ultimately set the course of our destiny and whether or not we're going to end up a victim or a victor. To the things that hit you in the face in this life, whether or not it's bad news from a doctor, whether or not it's a bill collector, no matter what it is, the way you react to it as a child of God will determine whether or not you're going to be a victor or a victim. There are principles within the Word of God that if we were to use as guidelines, we would never be altered or get upset by any threat the enemy throws our way. Hallelujah. If you desire to be an overcomer and fulfill God's purpose for your life, then your reactions to the adversary's threat should never be ones of fear, disillusionment, or discouragement. It's my prayer today. It's my fervent prayer today that every child of God will mature to the place to when Satan yells out a threat your way that you're going to react by standing up and yelling back at him. Hallelujah. Amen. You're not going to believe what's going to fix to hit this earth. We're right here at it. It's at, I mean, uh, the, the, the hounds are on our trail right now. Yep. And all this mealy stuff that we've been doing, every time that the devil slaps at us, 
We want to crawl on a cover and get ourselves in a fetal position, amen, and cry, woe is me, woe is me. I'm going to tell you something. If you do that in the future, you will not survive. The devil has only one desire for every person in this building. He wants to take you out. He wants to take you out. But I'm here to tell you today that the only power that the enemy has against a child of God, especially a Holy Ghost filled child of God, the only power he has is the power that you give him. The only authority he has over you is the authority that you let him have. We got to build ourselves up.
we're going to take our stand. Amen. Do not, do not listen to what the devil tells you. Because like our brother says back there, the devil's a lie. He's a lie. Give him a hand clap of praise. We have got to learn to stand our ground against the enemy. We cannot, amen, be like Elijah did when, no, when, when the devil gave his threat and saying, you're going to be dead within 24 hours. Amen. He took off and ran. Let me tell you something. The next time the enemy, amen, as I said a while ago, he yells something out at you. You need to yell it back at him. Go ahead, devil. Make my day. Hallelujah. You need to feel enough power in God that you can feel confident in saying that. Let me tell you something. I was a 14-year-old kid preaching under a tent years ago in West Nashville. And I was upsetting people in honky-tonks down, amen, down the road. And they was driving behind the tent with pistols in their pockets. Threatening to come in under the tent. Glory to God. One day I began to preach. Somebody carried me to the side. Said, you better watch out, Brother Sammy. Somebody seen somebody going behind the tent. Amen. With a gun. I got the mic. Microphone and I turned it up. I said, if you got the guts, go ahead and pull the trigger. Because God will let me catch that bullet and I'll throw it back at you. If I didn't say that, I'm not standing here today. The only way to the only way to defeat a bully is to stand up to him. As long as you run from him, he'll continue. To have his way with you. And the devil is nothing but a bully. As brother Joseph says. The devil is a punk. God wants me. To tell this church. We got to stand our ground. We cannot back up an inch. We cannot let fear. Enter in. I like what 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 Deacon's, Deacon Douglas has got on her sign out front. That's good. That fits today's message real good. Hallelujah. A couple of things I want to share with you. I, I've got to I've got to hurry, but man, I, I just oh Lord, I just feel like I'm on explode inside. Hallelujah. Please understand. Understand your invincible power over the enemy. Hallelujah. God has given you invincible power over the enemy. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? Do you realize that? Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, Jesus himself said, Behold, I give unto you power to thread, tread on serpents, and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing. Look at your neighbor and say nothing. Shall by any means hurt you. That's what Jesus said. Do you believe him? Look at somebody and ask him, do you believe him? Hallelujah. Jesus said nothing by any means shall hurt you. Why? 
Will you not stake your stand against the enemy if you really understand that and you really believe that? The scripture I just read should all alone cause you to laugh in the face of the adversary who would dare threaten you, threaten your home or your family. One of the principles you should use as a guideline and how to react to the threat of the enemy is in the knowledge that Christ has given you invincible power over every power of the enemy. My, my, my. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, all, I'm not just preaching from the book. I've lived long enough and served God long enough. I've put a lot of these things to the test. I know they work. Do you really know what the word invincibility means? Do you know what invincible means? Mr. Mr. Webster says, invincible is incapable of being conquered, overcome, or subdued.
Let me, let me make one more point and I'm going to close. I'm, I'm, I haven't given you everything on that point. Hallelujah. And you've heard me quote this scripture before. I'm gonna, I've got it in the Holman Christian Standard Version of the Bible. The Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. 
Look at it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> Man, what I'm talking about makes the devil the devil so mad. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isaiah 54 and 17. Now this is the Holman Christian Standard Version. No weapon formed against you will succeed. Look at it. No weapon formed against you will succeed and you will refute any accusation raised against you in court. <laughs> Woo! This is the heritage of the Lord's servant and their righteousness is from me, said God. This is the Lord's decoration. God said, I decree this. I, I dare the devil to try to stop it. Hallelujah. The devil will like to try to pull you around on a string. He'll try to make you doubt that something ain't working because maybe, maybe you know, it don't move as quick as you thought it's going to be. Hallelujah. But you've got to hold on to what God says. You've got to hold on to the promise of God. Hallelujah. Don't never let the devil make you doubt God's word. Ooh, hallelujah. My Lord. Mm. 